I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John, very, very much. And good morning, everybody. It's a beautiful, beautiful day out there. What a glorious day it would be to get to Callaway's. They'll open in less than one hour, and they would love to see you. Lots of gorgeous merchandise. Trucks have been arriving every day, and they'd love to see you. So stop by your neighborhood Callaway's today and let them know you listen to our program here on WBAP. Thank you very, very much. Phone number 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. No, you are not too late to apply your pre-emergent weed killer. No need to call to ask that. It's been very cool, a cold, a few nights. And so uh, you have another five or seven days. Go ahead and get it out. Try to do it this weekend if you possibly can. The pre-emergent weed killer is applied to prevent the germination of summertime weeds, crabgrass and graspers. You do not have crabgrass out there now. A lot of people think, oh, that's crabgrass. No, you have rescue grass or some other winter grass. Those you put out pre-emergence for back in September, early September, very early. Uh, That's the whole different thing but uh, for uh, crabgrass and grass burrs baylan halts or dimension are applied at this time there are other pre-emergence that can be applied as well but those are the three most common um you need a booster shot of the same material it doesn't have to be the same but one of those three applied 90 days from now to get you all the way through this summer's growing season those products last about 100 days They were manufactured for the average U.S. lawn, and in the average U.S. lawn, one application is enough. But in our area, you need two because we have such a long growing season. All right, so that answers that question. Phone number, once again, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And uh, we're going to go to Steve uh, Huddleston in, in less than 15 seconds. I'd love to see the phone lines completely filled. We have three phone lines that we use and uh, really need to see those things filled. Uh, I'm playing with a bit of a handicap today in that when I got up this morning, it just started getting worse. I had to, uh, went back and got my wife and said, I think I need to have you drive me to the station because vertigo has hit today. So I am hanging on to my broadcast console, and I don't want to have to do a monologue. I need your calls. I'm fine as long as I'm stationary, and I'm stationary right now. So please do call 800-288-9227. This has been going on for six years, and I know how to handle it. And it's migraine associated. It's not in her ears, so don't don't worry about all the home remedies. I don't don't even want to talk about it. I just want to talk about gardening. Steve Huddleston, public relations manager, Fort Worth Botanic Garden. He has been doing that for the last year and a half, and before that, for 24 years, he was senior horticulturist there. This guy knows his way around town. Steve, good morning. Well, good morning, Neil. So in your new uh, capacity, you talk about what happens in the garden and what is happening in the garden. Well, I would say that spring has sprung, uh, we're seeing evidence of that. Uh, in fact, you know, last fall we planted nearly 250,000 bulbs. Woo. And now we're seeing the fruit of our labor. Those things are coming up. They're blooming. In fact, tulips are blooming. We have a lot of tulips. Of, of those 250,000 bulbs, most of them are tulips. And this coming week, this week, will be peak week uh, for color. So uh, this is the, the best way to come out and see those tulips. 
They're gorgeous. The most expansive beds of tulips are right across the street from our cafe. We call those the display beds, and they're just full of tulips. They're gorgeous. Uh, other things blooming uh, this week uh, that I noticed, quince, both white and red flowering varieties, spring star flower, which is a little bulb called Iphion, and red buds have started to bloom. You know, the interesting thing is the cycling of these things. Uh, quince usually blooms, or often blooms six or eight weeks ago. And yes. mm-hmm. these things don't necessarily bloom together very often. And, and so that's really fun. So hallelujah. Mm-hmm. It's Texas. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. All right. Lots of things to see. And those tulips will be just beautiful, folks. Make sure you get out and see those. That's just wonderful. All right. And then one of my favorite shrubs, one that is not used often enough in North Texas, and that's forsythia. You're going to talk about that. Well, yes, uh, we do have one in the garden that I know of, and I saw that one this past week. It is blooming. Uh, for Sylvia, is a deciduous shrub, and the variety that we have is Linwood Gold. Uh, this gets up to 8 feet tall by 10 feet wide. Bright yellow flowers for one, to two we- uh, for one to two weeks in late winter or early spring. Full sun to partial shade is best. Tolerates a wide range of soils, but prefers moist, well-drained soils. And it's an excellent choice for mass planting, such as uh, in a hedge or a screen. Uh, and this does well in U.S. hardiness zones five through eight. Now, very very popular this, plant. Yeah, you study, yeah, you I did. I used this plant in my yeah. in my master's degree research because it grows fast. I didn't want to sit yes. there for five years on a master's. Yes. If I'm going to spend five years on a PhD, and I didn't want to do that, so I didn't get that. <laughs> I got my master's, yeah. and I said that is enough. Um, one thing that uh, is nice about forsythia, and especially in Texas, we don't have a lot of yellow spring flowering shrubs. We have Carolina jessamine, but there just aren't a lot of things that bloom yellow in the spring. It's nice to have this, and it is it is golden yellow. It's beautiful. So good for uh-huh. you. Yeah, I, I like it. I have several in our landscape. And events. You have some things going on and ongoing. Tell us about it. Well, we do. Butterflies in the Garden is underway through April 10. We have live butterflies from all around the world filling that conservatory and creating the largest exhibit of live exotic butterflies in north-central Texas. It's important for people to buy timed entry tickets. That's the best way to do it uh, through a link on the garden's website. And then another exhibit we have up that just recently opened is David Rogers' Big Bugs. In fact, Mr. Rogers himself came to the garden for a little preview gala that we had before this exhibit opened. Uh, This collection or this exhibit consists of 10 insect sculptures on our gargantuan scale. We have a praying mantis, three giant ants, a spider in a web, an assassin bug, a ladybug, daddy longlegs, a damselfly, and a large dragonfly. The sculptures are made from whole trees, cut green saplings, dry branches, and other forest materials. And this exhibit uh, is included in the price of garden admission and is up through June 12th. That is really a fun thing, and kids will enjoy seeing that. uh, For the imagination, it's just great. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, Steve? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. Folks, that's just a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth, and it's in the museum district. If you're used to going to the zoo, just take a north turn, and uh, you'll you'll be right there. So that's uh, that's the easy part. 24-hour information telephone line isn't so difficult. That's old-fashioned way of getting a recorded message. What's that number? 
That is 817-463-4160. All right. And then the easiest of all is the uh, website. It's the initials of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. I'll let Steve do that. I think think you can handle that one. Yes, I think so. Yes, that is fwbg.org. We guys who graduate from ag schools, we have to set up easy questions for one another. Yes. Don't you think, Steve? Don't we? Don't we? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I really appreciate your report. You do a beautiful job. Those are great plants and great information. Talk to you next All right, Sunday. Mm-hmm. All right. Steve Huddleston from the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, uh, sponsored by Sunburst Shutters. Today, if you're thinking about replacing your window treatments because the Venetian blinds have all splayed out or if the, uh, if the curtains have uh, had too many monkeys crawling on the curtains, then you need to call Sunburst Shutters. And their phone number is 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. You can see how beautiful these are by going to the website. You will learn how beautiful they are if you let them come to your home and bring samples, hold them up in your window, you'll get an instant idea of how nice they'll look in your home. Oh, my goodness, they'll be beautiful. You'll love this. Sunburst shutters. They make a monumental difference in the appearance of your home. They're made of polywood, which is a man-made material. There's no wood in it. It looks like wood. They're white or off-white, and they're so smooth. They look like a grand piano that has been uh, polished and 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 uh, sanded and lacquered. Oh, but they're they're polywood which means that they are highly energy efficient. They are uh, so smooth and easy to clean. They will never crack or warp or split or peel. Moisture resistant, uh, moisture proof for that matter. They are going to last your lifetime and other lifetimes to follow. I think these are things you put in the will. Sunburst shutters, each one of them made for a specific window in your home. And so they become a real and, and positive selling asset when you get ready to sell your home. Sunburst Shutters, 214-343-2601. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. The website where you can see how beautiful they are, sunburstshutters.com. I'm Sam Rogers with Callaway's Nursery in Denton. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sam, very much. And we go from Sam Rogers in Denton to Sam in Waco, our first call of the day. Sam, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I have uh, just a quick question. Uh, I've recently found some plants. I guess they're not plants or trees. Uh, a Japanese maple. We've identified another one as... Uh, Great myrtle, one we don't know. What happened was I, my company threw these in the dumpster. They were taking photographs for a magazine. And I want to know, can, my daughter wants them for her new house whenever she gets it to move in. Should she repot these and leave them in a pot, or should she plant them in the ground this spring until she's ready to move? Does she have the house and, and uh, the, the surrounding area so that she has access to it, or does she know where well, she's going to be? She's she's still in the process of looking. She's got a couple that she's made offers on. They need like to go that. into pots. Uh, the Japanese maple needs to be in a shaded area. Okay. What are they in now? Are they in pots? Right now they're still in the plastic pots they were bought in. I All mean, right. I would, I would, I would upgrade them, Sam, to the next larger pot size, 
and uh, using good potting soil. The Japanese maple needs to be in the shade. Uh, it, it will not tolerate sun in Waco, Texas. Uh, so uh, if it has any sun at all, have sun until no later than uh, 9 or 10 in the morning. So east side of the house or north side of the house, but not any sun. And keep it moist uh, at all times. Not wet, just don't let it dry out. The crepe myrtle uh, would also go to the next larger pot size. You have no idea what variety it is? No, I don't. And then we okay. have one more. So, 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 okay, hang on. I'm, I'm running way behind now if we, if we keep adding on here. Um, the crepe myrtle, you're going to have to find out something about the mature size of it or else you're going to have to plant it out into a bed or something away from the house because it could be a type that grows to two or three feet tall. It could be a type that grows to 30 feet tall, and you need to know that before you plant it. The last thing you want to have to do is, is prune the top out of it ever. You don't ever want to do that. So does that get you started? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It's, uh... All right. Well, good luck with it, and good for her for saving them. That's a, that's a good act of kindness. Have a super day. Appreciate your call. All right, let me uh, give you an indication on crepe myrtles in my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. If you go to the, uh, if you go to the, the chapter that deals with shrubs, you will see uh, a couple of pages on crepe myrtles. We treat them as trees by pruning them, but they are basically shrubs. And you'll see the listings of all the crepe myrtles and how tall they grow, starting with the little miniature types all the way up to the, the giant uh, big tall tree uh, shrubs that we train as trees uh, 125 varieties they're listed there they're all listed there for you uh, and and that's just one thing in the 344 pages there are 11 chapters in my book uh, i think it would be your go-to gardening reference there's so much information in it 840 photographs chapter one is the basics of gardening in texas chapter two is the calendar and it's 48 pages of when to plant prune fertilize and spray all the plants that you're trying to grow in any county in the state of texas this calendar this book was written for the entire state of texas and chapters three through eleven cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all in here. Now, I chose to self-publish this book so I could have the, the editor of my choice and the graphic designer of my choice, Carolyn Skye and Cindy Smith, and we three put the book together. I chose not to put it on Amazon and not to put it uh, in stores. I wanted to keep the price as low as I could, and by bypassing distributors and middle people with their hands out, I found that I could do it at thirty-six ninety-five, which is a real bargain for a hardback printed in Texas with all of that going on in it. It's on high-quality paper. So here is how you can get it. It's fifth printing. Uh, we've sold 74,000 of them, and I always guarantee your satisfaction. I sign every copy as it sells. I've not had one request for a refund out of all 74,000. The two ways you can order it, call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and that number is 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W, 1-800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now online at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L, S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening.
Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for Lent and Easter, in person and online. We have devotionals, Bible studies, service opportunities, and worship services. You can find those at our website at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed, and all are welcome. That's our church, 315 North Church Street, and you can find all the service times and uh, both uh, live and and uh, streaming, and uh, the uh, podcasts of all, all available at sharingtheheart.org. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. Let me uh, tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair now. These are the leaders in the foundation repair industry. They've been my advertiser, my sponsor for 26 years and beyond now in our 27th year of working together. And I really think you're going to be very, very pleased with the work that they do for you. I hope you never need them. But I'm a realist. I know that the black clay soils here get big when they're wet and they get they get mighty small when they're dry. They contract. That's when the cracking happens. And we're in a drought right now. You've heard about it. And that's when the, the toll is taken on your foundation. If you have windows and doors that are not functioning properly, if you're seeing cracks in the side walls of your house or in the tape and bed work of your, of your sheetrock, if you have uh, any evidence that you're having a foundation problem, let them come out and do your free home inspection. They'll check your foundation. They can tell you if there is an issue. They can identify where it is and probably the cause of it. And they can fix the problem for you probably more affordably than other companies. There will be no hocus pocus. There will be nothing but integrity, nothing but honesty. If you don't have a foundation problem, they will tell you that as well. Any work that they do is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house, transferable owner to owner. Here are two ways to contact them. You can go to their website, which is foundationrepairs.com. That was a buzz of plural. foundationrepairs.com or you can call them, that's the better way, 214-333-0003. 214-333-0003, Advanced Foundation Repair. Neil Sperry and Callaway's Go Back Since Our Nurture's Opened. I'm Rob with Callaway's at Preston Road in Plano, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Rob, very, very much. And we go to Wilma in Rockwall. Wilma, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. I How have a I? little... I, yes, sir. I have a little problem with my Nellyar Stevens Holly. It started happening in mid-January. I had COVID. I couldn't go out there, mm-hmm. uh, I, and I think it may have got too dry. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I called one of your sponsors, and they said to spread Epsom salt around the base of it like I was feeding chickens, and be patient. It needs magnesium. So I did that, I watered it in, and I also put some fertilizer out. 
then I went to another nursery. Uh, let me, later. before you tell me everything you've okay. done, let me ask you how old the plant is. Let me ask you a couple it's, of questions. It's, okay. It's mature. All right. It's about 13 feet tall, maybe 14. All right. And where are the leaves that are turning yellow in relation to the, the plant itself? On the outside of it. The On outside the outside. Of it. At yes, the tips, tips of the branches? Yes, sir. All right. And so the inner leaves are all fine? Well, yes, yes, I believe they're all fine. Yes. All right. It would be very rare for a for a. Um, I I think I already have the answer I want to give you. I don't think I have okay. to hear all the rest of that. Let okay. me, I, I will ask one more question, although I think I, I don't want to prejudice you, but um, you have not applied any kind of weed and feed or a product or or any kind of a gas leak or anything like that, any oddball thing that has been done back in the late fall or around Christmas or anything, right? No, sir. Yeah, I needed to get that answered and right. get that out of the way. Um, it would be very unusual for an L.A.R. Stevens holly uh, to have gotten too dry when it's that big. When they're young, that certainly can happen, and it can take them down and cause exactly what you've described. I've seen it happen many, many times. But usually they don't yellow. Usually they turn, if they're way too dry, they turn gray-green and they die. And and so I, I don't think that's it at all. Here is what I really wish we could do. You've waited on hold now for a while. I wish we could wait until the leaf drop of the next three weeks happens and see what you get back, because I bet that you'll have a flush of new growth, especially since you've been caring for it and watering it. Water is your key now. I wouldn't put anything else on it. It does not need any more nutrients right now. It's not. It has not been in a growing mode for the last two months. Right. So I would just keep it very moist and then wait and see what comes in, in April as all of the leaves drop and the new growth comes out. Uh, I get so many calls on hollies and ligustrums, although not so many now since they froze last year. But but all these broadleafed evergreens, people start getting nervous when they start having yellow leaves that drop. And it's it's 99% of the time, more than that, it's just the normal leaf changeover. Now, January is early for that to happen, but I, I really don't have much else to offer. I, I've never seen them need magnesium in our soils. Maybe, maybe you have the odd soil. Um, you're in Rockwall, and, and Rockwall has no soil up on Ridge Road. I mean, there's nothing there. And other parts of, uh, of Rockwall County, um, there, are, there are some pretty challenging growing situations. But okay, having said all that, and I've got about a minute before I've got to hit a newscast hard time here. But but what what have I missed? Uh, well, I did take it to the other nursery. He said it could be freeze damage. Look I, down there and see if there's anything at the bottom that it's not taking up water. So okay, uh, well, and that's a fair comment. Yeah. After last year, right. I have about a hundred on my property, and I didn't see any freeze damage on any of them. Nor have I seen any freeze damage around the Metroplex on Nellie or Stevens Holly. So. I, maybe it is, but he may have seen something. I haven't, so that's why I didn't bring it up. You know what? Let's when you call back, if if you continue to see a problem, 
Uh, tell Mike that we've talked, and he'll put you at the top of the line. I, I need to hit this newscast. Let's do that. That's the best I can do uh, because I, I don't think it's anything more than that. And, and so, Wilma, I need to hit a newscast, and we'll resume this conversation uh, in a couple weeks. Let's go for the news. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. Those wildfires in West Texas could flare again today. I'm Dennis Martin with the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. Chevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather on the ones. Construction has closed east and westbound I-30's HOV lanes between Center Street and President George Bush Turnpike. Construction blocks southbound 35E's HOV between I-30 and Loop 12 Leadbetter. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast, sunny and breezy today. That means high fire danger. High temperature, 81 degrees. Increasingly cloudy, breezy tonight, low 54. Tomorrow, cloudy, showers and storms likely. Some of those storms could be severe. High temperature tomorrow, expect right around 73. Right now, we're looking at 53 degrees in Dallas, 56 in Fort Worth. Firefighters in West Texas have made progress against a cluster of wildfires that have killed one person and destroyed at least 50 homes. The wildfires in and around Eastland County are estimated 30% contained, largely because of Saturday's reduced wind speeds and lower humidity. However, gusty winds are forecast for the area today, and that has again raised the wildfire threat to critical levels. A Cedar Hill woman managed to get a Ukrainian friend out of that country, brought her to North Texas. Amy Bosway met Maria Mayatova when they were in law school together in Michigan. They kept in touch. When the war began, Amy bought Maria a ticket to safety. You have a heart of gold. I don't know any other people who would do the same. Maria tells WFAA-TV that her journey to get out of Ukraine was challenging. Amy's now working with Catholic Charities in an effort to extend Maria's visa status. The TCU men's basketball team faces top seed Arizona tonight in the men's NCAA tournament. Tip-off 8.40 p.m. and the game will be broadcast live on our sister station, 570 KLIF. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day. Stay informed on the latest with the Russian war on Ukraine with News Talk 820, WBAP 99.5, FMHD2, and WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very much. You know, there's a lot of talk these days about Made in America, and I'd like to tell you about something that's been made in America for 90 years, nine zero years. That's Mueller Metal Roofing and Mueller Steel Buildings, made right here by people who care about quality of both materials and workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building, maybe a shed or greenhouse for the backyard, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA and with 33 branches for sales and service. There's a Mueller location that is near you. 
When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you are supporting local jobs and local families. These are ordinary, hardworking folks who are proud to provide a product made right here in America. And when you have a company that's been making things and successfully working in the marketplace for 90 years, they're doing things right. They have to be. Visit MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER to find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. It's Mueller. It's made in America, and it's made to last. It's MuellerInc.com. Happening over there. Russian forces. Happening right here. Deadly crimes have surged. Rising costs. No matter where it happens, your world happens. On a daily basis, getting updates. Here, News Talk 820 WBAP and 99.5 FM HD2. We are doing a lot of uh, re-landscaping at the Sperry House this year. Some repairs and some outdoor things, uh, plumbing things, and uh, they're necessitating some landscaping redo. Plus, we've been in our house 45 years, and it's just time to remodel some of the beds. And while I'm outside, I am even more than ever aware of all the birds in our landscape. This is nesting season, and a new generation of birds is entering the world. You can make a significant difference in how well these visitors survive and thrive by going to Wild Birds Unlimited. They offer the best nest boxes, the most comprehensive lineup of foods, especially for nesting birds. Now, these are the foods that birds love. Listen to this. These have been specially formulated by Wild Birds Unlimited in their national research laboratories, like their nesting super blend, Wild Birds Unlimited seed blends, and cylinders with calcium and mealworms. And I'll tell you, those uh, cylinders, the birds just, it's like iron filings to a magnet. It's amazing to watch the birds come to those. And bugs and bits, the wild bird blend of bark butter bits and dried mealworms. The experts at Wild Birds Unlimited will make sure you have everything you need to attract and foster and enjoy the nesting bird families around your own home. For all of your seed feed and nesting supplies, it's Wild Birds Unlimited. In Dallas, David's store is at 5715 West Lover's Lane, next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center and about a block west of the Dallas North Tollway on Lover's Lane. In East Dallas, Ron's store, Ron put us together, Wild Birds Unlimited and Neil, and I'm proud of that friendship. He has a new store now at 5708 Abrams Road, one block south of Northwest Highway. And in McKinney, Birdie's store, Birdie is such a sweetheart, at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. Those ladies and and, uh, Craig in there, all the people there, always smiling. Wild Birds Unlimited, WBU.com slash DFW, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. This is the news and talk of Texas, 820 WBAP. Callaway's Nursery, they sponsor this entire hour, and they have the most beautiful plants for you this spring. Their greenhouses are packed with fresh plants, and they are awe-inspiring. Head into your neighborhood Callaway's Nursery today to take in nature at its very best and pick out your favorites. Geraniums are an all-time favorite with blooms in many shades that will delight you. Callaway's offers you unmatched quality with these much-loved spring bloomers. They're in big six-inch pots, 
all at all of the 21 neighborhood Callaways. And the regular price, $9.99, you can get them now for 20% off that price. That's easy math to do. And you want to pick up plenty with bold and beautiful geraniums from Callaways you plant in confidence because of their 100% satisfaction guarantee on everything they sell. Their friendly Texas certified nursery professionals are there to answer any questions you might have. You can trust their expert guidance and they know what they're doing. If you love plants and helping people and spending time outside, you can become part of this great team. Callaways is now hiring at all of their locations. Stop by, apply, join the Texas-grown Callaways team today. Shop local at their community stores or order online at Callaways.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week for your convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. It's Callaway's.com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaway's help you. I'm Greg Polito with the North Fort Worth Store. And now back to Neil. Greg has been with them for many years. He's a good example of somebody who loves working outside and loves working with people. We go back to our phone lines now, and uh, thank you for your patience this morning. I, I don't feel like I helped Wilma and Rockwall as much as I wanted to. Nellie R. Stevens-Holly just doesn't have a lot of problems, and so I was really kind of going up a box canyon trying to help her, and I hope that she will get back in touch with me once her plant starts uh, putting out some new leaves. I am working with my hands tied behind me today with vertigo. I'm just ha- trying to hang on to my desk here as I do my program, so so please please be patient with me. I, I may not be sounding quite as friendly as I normally should, and so if it comes across that way, I'm so sorry. Uh, let me go to Mike in Ada, Oklahoma. Mike, this is Neil. Good morning. Neil, you're a trooper to be there today, I can tell you that. I don't have a best-of program to put in place because there hadn't been one worth doing that with. So. <laughs> well, you, you deserve a medal today for, for being there. Hey, I have uh, an old, established, beautiful magnolia tree on my property, and we've moved in a couple of years ago, and we keep continually get weeds and a lot of undergrowth, new little saplings and things that grow up underneath it. And is there anything I can do to control the undergrowth? I'm a bit afraid to try anything other than take a weed eater to it and mow it down. Um, when you mow it, is it coming back from roots? Like a if, if you had a hackberry tree that was coming up from seed and had grown there for a while, and you cut it off, it's going to come back. Is that what's happening, that kind of? Yeah. Yes, okay. but uh, that and just numerous other weeds. and Sure, and, I understand. Uh, just a little anything, yes. One one thing, if, if it's big stumps, you know, size of your thumb or bigger, uh, this is not going to work. Uh, but let me, let me deal with the small things first. If you have poison ivy or honeysuckle or other vines, or if you have this year's seedlings of privet or or trees, uh, last year's oak acorns, things like that, right, that are trying right. to germinate, you could put a uh, you could put weed block, uh, some type of weed blocking landscape fabric under the right. tree. Once you get everything leveled down pretty close to the ground. Um, and and raked out so all the debris is out of there and it's nice and smooth. Then you could put one of the roll type mulches, right. and that's what that is would be called, a weed blocking mm-hmm. fabric, and then cover it with compost or 
uh, shredded tree leaves or a, a very attractive mulch, make it look really pretty to conceal the, the fabric that you've put in there, and that would keep them from coming up through it. Now, if you have something as big as a broomstick that you've cut off, it's probably going to try to re-sprout, and it would have enough oomph to push through that probably, or it might even poke a hole through it. And in that case, you might want to drill down into it and put a broadleafed weed killer straight into the, the hole that you make in the stump. I am picturing this in my mind's eye, and I hope I'm, I'm picturing it accurately. Well, I, I thought about that and didn't know if we put you know some sort of a mulch down. Uh, it, it drops so many leaves through the years that, you know, we've tried to keep them raked up, and I thought, how are we going to do that if we mix the mulch and the leaves and, you know, drops those big pods, too, after they, yes, sir. I, don't know, I guess that's after the bloom or whatever. And, uh, you know you what, know, I'll, just... I'll, I'll give you an interesting, to me any uh, anyway, I may be the only person in the world that finds this interesting. Those are actually cones. They are cones, just like a pine mm-hmm. cone. Magnolias right. are very primitive angiosperms, higher plants, that have showy flowers, but that still bear their fruit in cones. They are kind of the missing link between the gymnosperms, the the needled plants that have cones like pine trees do, and the and the higher plants that have big broad leaves and, and don't have cones. So there you go. Now you have a fact that can bore the kindergarten kids. Um, you know, one other thing that you might consider doing, um, I'm going to take a radical right turn here or left turn, is you might consider removing some of the bottom branches, not to make a palm tree out of it, but just enough that you have some good clearance clear working space beneath and you might consider uh, planting something like mondo grass as a ground cover or leaving it bare and and then blowing it because you could get everything cleaned out mondo grass is nice because there is there are no runners and you can blow leaves you can blow the the uh, the cones out uh, with a a power blower and right. uh, that's that's what I do beneath my pecan trees. I can get I can get the whole area clean really easily with a good power blower, and uh, and I like that look. It it works out really well. Yeah, yeah. You're I mean you're right. I'd have to trim a lot of limbs, the lower limbs out because it doesn't get a lot of light uh, underneath well, that. Well, you wouldn't be doing it for that purpose. You'd just be doing it so that you could get in there to plant the mower grass and, okay. yeah. and and get it watered. Okay. Uh, but it, but it would make a nice thick uh, cover and um, and and get rid of a lot of the the sprouts that would try to come up. It, the competition okay. from the mondo grass would keep a lot of that stuff ever from germinating. But the the mulch is is idea one, idea two. That's that's not going to work in very well in in terms of helping you get the leaves out. You're still going to have to blow to get yeah. the leaves out, and in right. blowing, you're going to blow the mulch around a little bit too. Right. Right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Things to think about. Appreciate your All call right. very much. All thank right. you, sir. All right. All right let's All see right. where we are. Let me uh, let me go to Don in. Uh, let me go to Don in Dallas. Don, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm well, thank you, sir. Well, I'm sorry. I shouldn't ask that question. You said you have the tinnitus. I'm. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, not in her ear. It's uh, mine is migraine associated. MAV. It's a, oh, okay. a less common type of vertigo. It's. I've oh. been to a lot of doctors. Go ahead. Whoa. Oh. Well, hey, uh, well, Mike asked me, uh, I'm, I'm calling about, I have uh, I, I've 
deep shade in my yard. And uh, I've planted uh, different shrubs. I've planted dwarf yopon hollies. I've planted a lot of different some nandinas because I thought, you know, just because I was told they would grow in the shade. Yes, they'll grow, but they won't do anything. So anyway, uh, I, what I'm looking for, I've got an area that's about three feet wide and, and eight feet long. And I got your book out. I'm looking at it right now because I wanted to have everything in front of me. Uh, the I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm leaning towards this uh, one of the mahonias, either the leather leaf or the Oregon grape. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get something that may be three or four feet tall. And uh, it's still it's a specimen. These will be specimen plants. It's not to make a hedge or anything. But uh, they don't get morning sun. They don't get afternoon sun. They don't get uh, they don't get midday sun. I, what is what is beside the bed? I'm sorry. What do you mean? What is alongside? Is it a walk? Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Uh huh. Yeah. You don't want leather leaf mahonia alongside a walk. It would grow there, and it would be beautiful. I love that plant, but it would be ultimately prickly. I love that plant. I have a lot of it, mm-hmm. but I don't think you'd be satisfied with it. Uh, it will be four to five feet tall. It may be too tall for you. Uh, Oregon grape holly is, uh, which book do you have? Does it have cowboy boots on the cover? Oh, no, no, no. I just got it from you. I just got it from you in November. All right. It's your new one. It's your new All right. one. Uh, if you, do you have it nearby? Oh, I'm, I'm, I got it right in my lap. <laughs> Look on page 98. 98? Yes, sir. Okay. okay. You see the photo at the top? Photo at the top. Uh, yeah, with the birdhouse and stuff? Yes, sir. That's actually okay. a, a concrete church, but yeah, that's our backyard. Oh, okay, church. That's our oh, backyard, okay. and you see dwarf yopon holly in there. You see carissa holly. That is, there's not a there's not a, a minute of sun that hits that area, um, mm-hmm. and that's mondo grass that that I have used in in lieu of a ground of uh, turf grass. Um, I'm going to suggest very much that you stay with dwarf hollies. Uh, if you want something, you said how tall? Four feet tall. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, about four feet. Okay, dwarf Burford would be the best for you at four feet. Uh, It will go five feet tall, and you wouldn't want it to do that, uh, according to your measurements, but you could easily keep it at four feet. Uh, If you wanted something at three feet, then I would would suggest suggest the dwarf yopon. There's plenty of dwarf yopon growing in that photograph. There are probably 20 kinds of hollies in that photograph. The tallest one okay. is Nellie or Stevens way back in the back. That's a lamp that is totally covered. The lamp has been extricated from that <laughs> site now. It's been taken <laughs> oh, out. Oh, okay. But anyway, okay. that's that's what I would, would recommend to you would be uh, some of the dwarf hollies. There are nandinas in there. You don't see them until winter when the trees lose their leaves and they color up. But nandinas will grow in the shade. But I don't know. That may be ultimate shade if it's up against a building. And I don't think a nandina would be the right thing. I have nandinas against the in, in total shade against my office at home, my home office. And it's it's done very, very well, compact nandina. But mm-hmm. I don't want to recommend it as the prime plant for a, a landscape. I, I just I think dwarf Burford holly is the most serviceable plant for you. Uh, and okay. Oregon grape holly has, in my experience, year after year of growing it, I would use it as an accent plant. One, I wouldn't count it as the bones of a landscape because it tends to melt out in the heat sometimes. 
and uh, oh, oh, you, don't, okay. you don't see it as often. Leatherleaf Mahonia is ultimately durable. It's a really good one. But, okay. But it's really prickly. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at that. I, and then I go online to get pictures of the the uh the one and and online they've got the two as they've got the the two different types as one and I I couldn't figure out you know the pictures. But anyway, no they're dramatically different. Right, yeah. but but online that I I just didn't see a picture of it. But that's okay. Um Okay, well, I'll I'll look at that then. Uh, I'm going to ask you one quick question. Is it too late for me to trim a limb off of a Japanese maple? Oh, no, not at it's all. It's not? No. Okay, uh, okay. You could I actually do that pretty much any time you want to, um, oh. but it's a good time. This, this is as good as any. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I did some trimming about a month ago. I did yeah. some trimming about a month ago. But uh, yeah, yeah, I bought your book because I had the old cowboy book, and and I, I appreciate. I listen to you every Sunday, so I appreciate you. I appreciate your help. We're well, about to get to hear an ad, so maybe I'll get you to buy another one to give somebody. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Right, I appreciate you. your call. Thanks for waiting on me. All right. Folks, if you would like to call, I have another hour after this. Phone number is 800 288 WBAP 800-288-9227. I have no calls ahead of you, so you would be first up if you call right now. Uh, I don't know that I have told you that Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones for me today, and Mike deserves a lot more credit than I have given him so far in this program. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is now in its fifth printing. Sixth printing is actually underway, but it's been pulled off the press because there is no paper. It's been... Two months since they had a ready supply of paper, so the book is half printed. And I have plenty of the fifth printing to get me through the springtime, so we're okay there. The the change, uh, one change of a a couple of sentences, no big deal. I self-published my book so that I could determine what went in the book and what uh, what got left out, uh, as opposed to working with committees that made the decisions at some committee meeting that I didn't get invited to. That has happened to me. (laughs) It's happened to me more than once, but not in this one. Uh, Cindy Smith is a graphic designer who worked with me so faithful, and she's wonderful. And Carolyn Skye, just a great editor. I talked to Carolyn the night before last about something unrelated to the book, just a a fun thing that had happened. So these are the three people, I'm I'm the third, who, who did this book. It covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. Lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetables, everything. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar that will pay for the book all by itself. Four pages per month telling you everything that needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and protected in each month. Four pages per month. I've never put that into a book before. 344 pages, 840 photographs, hardback, printed in San Antonio on high-quality paper when we can get it. And uh, it is not in stores and not on Amazon, but I do have the fifth printing readily available. I have a, a few hundred copies left. I sign every copy as it sells, and your satisfaction is guaranteed, or I'll give all of your money back to you. 74,000 copies sold to date, and no request for refund. It's only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. Price will go up when that sixth printing comes out, so you want to go ahead and get this one. Two ways you can buy it, since it's not in stores and not on Amazon. One way is to buy it from my office by calling my office Monday through Friday. That number is 800 752 4769. 
That's 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now while you're thinking about it at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 20 22 acres, WizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Thank you, Stuby, very much. Let me tell you about Arborological Services right now. Let's start by asking a question. How much is a shade tree worth? A good, uh, vigorously growing, healthy, happy shade tree in your landscape. You may be surprised. It's worth thousands and thousands of dollars in the resale value of your home. If that tree is planted in a, a good location, in other words, not right up against the house or out in some oddball spot in the back, back, backyard, if it's in a spot where it really contributes to the well-being of your family, of your house, and if it's a quality tree, it's worth thousands of dollars, and you need to take care of that tree. The best way to do that is to get experts in to look after that tree. It doesn't need to be done on a, on a daily basis. You just need to have people look at it once or twice a year and make sure nothing bad is beginning to happen to your tree. Arborological Services, the experts your trees deserve. Whether you have an immediate problem and need to get them on site or whether you just want to make sure you never get an immediate problem, Arborological Services, I'm proud to recommend them to you. They've been doing heroic things for trees for 41 years in the Metroplex. There's no company better. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. Most companies are doing well to have one or two. They have award-winning people on their team. You get a hold of them by calling a toll-free number. They are strictly local. However, it's 866-552-7267. 866-552-7267. It's arborological.com on the web, Arborological Services. It is a pleasure to watch them work because they are the best in the business. Three of their people have been named Arborists of the Year for the state. That's what I'm talking about, the best in the business. Arborological Services, arborological.com, 866 
552-7267. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Paul from the Richardson Callaways. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Speary's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Paul. That Richardson store was uh, the first one they opened. I was there the day that store opened, the first Callaways. Folks, we have another hour coming up, and I appreciate uh, if you would just hang with me through the news. Abe and Betty, Joe, and Sid, you're coming up next, so stay there. More coming now. <music> 